There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to Tita Talks Season 2 or Season, ano namang Season 3? Technically, kasi iba na naman ang theme ko ngayon. But anyway, ayoko na mag-keep up ng mga season-season na yan. So, um, since well, hindi ako naka-upload ng proper year-end episode for 2019, I decided that why not start 2020 by just giving you a look back on 2019. And in particular, I want to share to you My top 10 K-dramas as of 2019. So, these are usual. There, these are actually from 2010 to 2019. I would say. Hindi ko na sinali mga old school na mga K-dramas kasi kung isasali ko sila parang half the list sa kanila na. So many of you guys won't even find them available online anymore kasi matanda na talaga sila. And some of you would not be able to relate on that theme or um, messages ng mga sinunang drama because, you know, a lot of things have changed in the world. And yun, that's why I decided to share with you my top 10 K-dramas from 2010 to 2019. So parang for the decade. So I'm planning to do um, an, a year-end episode na katulad nito na I would just share with you my top 10 as of that year and there is a possibility that it would still stay the same but I'm hopeful na may makapasok from 2020 or 2019 na hindi ko pa napapanood so just watch out for that watch out hindi <laughs> ko pa rin talaga alam ko anong sasabihin ko kung watch out, stay tuned basta subaybayan nyo na lang Okay, so before I give you the first half or the fa- um, from 10 to 6, my top, ano? <laughs> top. <laughs> the second, the, the first half of the top 10, parang ganon. Um, before I share with you those um, that are on that list, um, I just wanna say that napili ko tong mga to out of several um, categories. Um, binasi ko sila sa ganda ng OST which for me is a really really big part of a drama of a K-drama para maging successful din because OST is actually like a way for you to remember to reconnect and remind you of how you felt nang nanonood ka ng K-drama na to and there are several K-dramas in the past na 
hindi kanon kaganda yung story, hindi maganda yung acting, walang chemistry yung mga actors. Pero I was able to finish them, all 16, 18, 20 episodes because ang ganda talaga ng OST niya. And I don't know kung ako lang to, but somehow, pag maganda talaga yung OST, gusto mo na rin manood kasi parang pumaperfect yung OST every time na meron silang, halimbawa may... Um, romantic scene although hindi maganda yung chemistry ng dalawa or hindi maganda yung takbo ng kwento pero pinasok yung OST na to yung song na to on that moment parang wow diba parang nabubuhayan ka and I was able to finish a lot I would say mga around 10 shows then na talagang wale yung kwento as in wale pero ang OST superb And um, aside from OST, I also based it on again, of course, chemistry ng mga actors, chemistry ng mga lead, and second, um, ano yun? Love line. Yung mga, di ba? Yung mga, may mga back, may mga second love line or third love line na sinasabi natin. Yung sila yung mga um, second lead pero meron din silang sariling love line. May kwenta sila, may love story din sila that is somehow supporting the love story ng mga main characters. But yun, yun nga. That and storytelling, of course, it's important to look on gaano ba kaganda kwento naguluhan ka ba na yung parang nabore ka ba yung parang entertaining siya mysterious siya sa simula but then oh my gosh hindi siya ganoon kaganda at parang mga from halimbawa from episode 5 to episode 10 boring na siya kasi hindi siya ganoon kaganda sa pagkakwento meron mga ganoon eh meron mga k-dramas na ganoon ka boring But then, meron din naman ng, yung parang paunti-unti yung mga kwento niya. And then, mer- meron siya mga small mysteries. And then, a one huge mystery na yun yung drag out hanggang sa very last part ng episode. Or ng mga episodes. Yun. And then, of course, technical aspect. And then, yung editing, cinematography, and all that. Jazz. Hindi ko alam kung Anyway. So, um, on top of that, um, I also would like to share with you, iba-iba kasi itong mga to eh. Yung pinili kong top 10, they don't really fall under just one single, um, ano to? Uh, con- ayun yun, um, genre. Yan. They're not all rom-com. I love rom-com, of course. But they are not really all rom-com and some of them fall under different genres. So, it's a really good mix of um, suspense, may police or crime, meron din comedy, may romance, ano pa ba? Basta, halo-halo sila. Once you get to know my top 10, you would see na iba-iba talaga siya. And I specifically wanted to have it differently because There's really a lot of good K-dramas that I could put in this one. But I just want to pick out those that I feel that it's really worth it. And I will be discussing that eventually once I tackle all of them. Kung bakit worthy to panoorin, bakit kailangan mo siyang panoorin. And yun. So basically, 
um, pinili ko din yung may mga magagandang messages because I really believe that for K-dramas is um, or any drama actually for dramas, for movies for music actually even music, yeah um, I feel that you have to convey a message to improve the society to improve the people diba? And it's a really huge platform. And if you used to spread messages na dapat oh, okay lang na mag-drugs kayo or na mag-inuman kayo, that's really, really, really wrong. Diba? Parang, it, if you are given this platform, you have to use it to convey a message that is going to improve the society, to improve other people's life or kung ano ba pa. Yun, parang ganun. May message ah. Makabuluhan, parang ganun. So, this is going to be uh, a two-part episode. The first part, which is this one, is going to be from rank 10 to 6. And, yeah. So, let's go on. Okay, so at rank number 10 is a very recent one. 2018, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim? Which is starring Park Sojun, my favorite. <laughs> But so bias nakagad and Park Minyoung. So the drama is very light. There's actually no deeper meaning or deeper thought or deeper message na kailangan mo intindihin or i-grasp mo by the end of the show. It's very light. Talagang it's a rom-com and it tells a story about this vice president who had a very capable or efficient secretary, si Kim Miso. Kim, Bis- Kim Miso. So, Secretary Kim. And it was a point in their life na kailangan niya na mag-resign. And, you know, it's very light talaga. In, wala, wala siyang masyadong conflict. Wala siyang masyadong, um, yung parang mystery na kailangan mong intindihin. Although there is a mystery tungkol doon sa parang childhood memory nila and na nagko-connect sa kanilang dalawa. Okay, sorry, spoiler. <laughs> anyway, so, although ganun nga, may mystery na ganun, but it's very light actually. So, hindi siya ganun kalalim and it's very easy to watch. And if you are um, um, finding a k-drama na gusto mo lang panoorin after a tiring day, um, for example, kagaling mo na ng test or mag-aral or mag-trabaho na kinamit mo yung utak mo for so many things and gusto, lang, gusto mo lang magpahinga, manood, mag-relax, this is going to be perfect for you because it's very light, easy to understand, the storytelling is very nice. Although nagkaroon talaga ako ng problema doon sa brother ni Park Sojun sa character niya, the build-up ng character na parang important na hindi important na parang okay may kinalaman siya sa nangyari sa kanila in the past pero parang hindi siya nabigyan ng tamang uh, moment parang ganun for me and wala lang yun lang and then I think there's like a three love line dito eh so yung main characters and then yung sa another secretary ni Park So Jun and then yung isa pa na parang trabahador din nila doon trabahador oh my god employee and yung um, driver slash secretary din ni Park So Junton. So, nakakatawa, nakakakilig, and yun, the main thing na uh, kung bakit napasok, nakapasok siya sa top 10 ko is because talaga yung chemistry ni Park So Jun and Park Minyong was really good. 
um, it even sparked dating rumors kasi ganun kagaling yung ka- chemistry nila na parang kung ikaw nanonood, salang gusto mo talaga na sana sila na magkatuluyan in real life. Kasi nakakakilig, di ba? Yung parang... <laughs> Basta nakakakilig. Ewan ko ba kung bakit na sobra. Eh na naman ako eh. Kiniklig na naman ako masyado. Anyway, aside sa chemistry, sa story na very light, the OST is also good. It's really good and although it did not involve any big OST singers like Gami, Lin, or Zia, or kung sino man yung mga big stars, Yolin, Diba? It, although it did not involve any of those, it's still a really good mix of love songs. And G-Friend also had a song for this um, for this K-drama. So, it's really nice to mix of songs na may mga very light, may happy songs, may pop, kumbaga, and then there's love songs. Now, very per- perfect then when it comes to like love the, the romantic scenes or the funny ones, the very light ones, was so good. Which is why, for me, nakapasok talaga siya sa top 10. Pinasok ko siya sa top 10, actually. And for me, this is actually, I would say, almost tie nung isa pa ni uh, Park Sojun, which is um, Fight for My Way, which was, I believe, 2017-2016. Another good and very light. Actually, mas... Sa, in terms of the theme or the message, mas matlalim yung binibigay ng Fight for My Way because it talks about the um, parang battle ng mga mahihirap at mayaman pagdating sa Korea, which now made sense to me after watching Sky Castle. So if you have listened to my episode about Sky Castle, I have discussed that there. Anyway... Um, the only problem kung bakit mas pinili kong ipasok sa top 10 ko ang um, What's Wrong with Secretary Kim um, and not the Fight for My Way although ang ganda din talaga ng kwento na yun and super nakakakalik din yung tambalan ni Park Sojun and um, oh my gosh nakalimutan ko yung name ng girl basta alam niya na yun but um, ang nakakaano kasi talaga dito lahat nag-work yung mga love line nila yung isa-isa pa niyang secretary, si, tapos doon sa isa pa niyang empleyado and the bodyguard or driver. It all worked for me compared doon sa second line, second love line na nasa Fight for My Way, which is yung brother ni... <laughs> doon sa, ano, sa Reply 1988. Um, hindi lang siya naging maganda na pagkakakwenta sa akin. So, kaya hindi ko siya... Mas pinili ko tong Secretary Kim. So, if you are looking for something na very light and rom-com, I would definitely suggest this one. Okay? And, coming in at rank number 9. This is going to be weird for all of you guys because hindi siya ganun ka-popular. As in, hindi siya ganun ka-taas ang rating. But, it had a season 2. I'm talking about Welcome to Waikiki. Or, ano pa ba mga titles niya? Waikiki, Waikiki, Laugh in Laughter, Laughter in Waikiki, Go, Go, Waikiki, and how many names, but it's Welcome to Waikiki. So it's a story about these three guys na nagrun ng parang palubog na na guest house called Waikiki. So kung familiar kayo sa mga concept ng mga um, 
uh, Airbnb or dorm style na mga tirahan instead of like usual hotels pag magta-travel kayo. So, it's something like this. So, it's a guest house and then parang nagkaroon sila ng issue nung dumating sa kanila yung parang single mother and a baby. And normally, this is actually something na hindi talaga makukuha yung attention ko. Reading from the um, plot and yung posters niya, parang sabi ko, nung una ko siyang nakita parang sabi ko, ah, okay, never mind, parang ganun. But then, sa Instagram, di ba remember, pag may mga fina-follow ka sa Instagram, so it gives you yung mga feed na maybe things uh, post na gusto mong check, parang ganun. So I saw people posting some of the clips ng mga episode, ng episode 1, ganun. And there was this particular episode na nawalan sila ng tubig sa episode 1 na talagang tawang-tawa ako. And then that's when I decided, okay, maybe I should check this out. Maybe hindi naman siya ganun ka-pangit or whatever. And it's actually really funny. This is beyond the rom-com. Kasi... I thought it's actually a rom-com kasi may mga love story din sila. So, diba, yung parang may tatlong love story na tumatakbo dito sa kwento. But it's really more of comedy for me. Ang nakakatawa talaga siya and it's very light. And again, hindi siya ganun ka. Yung message siya, hindi siya world-changing or whatever. But um, I guess it also just tackles about single moms. I would say, pero hindi din ganun ka-deep yung discussion niya na, na talagang mabago yung views more anything like that. But it's just somehow a really good mix of comedy, romance, pero dito nangingibabaw talaga yung comedy. Ang daming nakakatawa. And it's very rare na mag- tumawa ko ng ganito katindi pag hindi naman mga ano hindi naman mga variety shows so itong Waikiki this is something so different and yun nga, hindi siya ganun kataas yung ratings niya hindi rin ganun ka big stars yung mga cast niya but somehow it worked it worked for me na yung mga hindi ganun ka popular na mga artista nagsama-sama with a just really good story and well-written script na talagang ang gaganda na mga punchlines and yung mga skits na ginagawa it was so funny um, soundtrack pagdating sa OST it's okay um, it's it's not the best but it's definitely not the worst so it it's just a good mix of songs na somehow maalala mo din once you listen to it you would remember Waikiki but more than the OST it's more of the lines yung mga kencha na kencha na tapos as in talagang from time to time hinahanap ko pa yung mga clips ng unang Waikiki kasi mayroon doon ng mga funny parang nanonood ng uh, baby shark si ano Anyway, um, so this drama was somehow a huge hit. Hindi man sa ratings, hindi man ganon sa ratings, but it was a huge hit. I guess that's why um, nagkaroon siya ng season 2. Although, um, personally, I'm not really a big fan of season 2 because um, for me, pag mga season 2 kasi medyo or yung mga parang sequels prequels I'm a little bit okay pag um, prequels pero pag sequels kasi 
Uh, medyo nakakaba kasi they tend to either ruin the first one and usually yun yung nangyari talaga eh. There's very rare na mga sequels ng movies or dramas na that can even be at the same level as the first one. Um, maybe may mga exceptions like Terminator 2 which is definitely better than Terminator 1. But yun nga, um, I tried to watch the season 2 pero nung simula pa lang na parang pinapakita niya yung parang naging um, kasi yung isa sa mga characters ng Welcome to Waikiki 1 um, he was able to remain so nandun pa rin siya sa season 2 however, si Kencha na, Kencha na uh, si, uh, sino ba to? nakalimutan ko but then um, nandun nga siya sa season 2 so of course kung nandun siya sa season 2 people would be asking what happened with the other people na nasa season 1 so parang may scene doon na pinapakita niya na nagkahiwahiwalay na sila na parang yung iba napunta sa abroad na yung girlfriend niya doon sa season 1 naghiwalay sila because ng person ng career so doon medyo nag back out na ako kasi I know from there from that point na parang okay this is going to be so bad but anyway still I would suggest that you watch Welcome to Waikiki 1 because it really is a good breather parang ganun nakakaiba siya na hindi naman siya yung usual na nakakakilig lang or nakakaiyak or masyadong deep yung message ng drama this is very light definitely lighter than light <laughs> wala na masabi and this was in 2018 so this is also roughly new parang ganun din um, the next one coming in at rank uh, at coming in at rank number 8 it's it's okay, it's love. This is a 2014. This is probably I know, mas may mas matanda pa ako dito na i-mention sa inyo. Um, it's okay, that's love is one of Gong Yojin's uh K-drama na talagang gustong-gusto ko. Um I would say na talagang fan din ako ni Gong Yojin kasi I've watched so much of her Hindi naman lahat. There's a few na hindi ko napanood. Pero ang gagaling talaga ng mga drama niya. And I guess this is one of my favorite of hers. And this was written by No Hye Kyung. Tama ba ko? But anyway, this is also starring ang napakagwapong Jong In Song. Now, compared to Welcome to Waikiki and What's Wrong with Secretary Kim, which is very light, sinasabi ko nga sa inyo na kung gusto nyo lang manood ng k-drama na hindi nag-iisip, na gusto nyo lang mag-relax, matawa, kiligin, manood kayo ng dalawang yon. But this It's Okay, That's Love is totally different from the two na minention ko because this is I would say na dito ako masyado talagang nahirapan manood. Um, i dragged it for like a good year bago ko siya natapos because, hindi sa inuunti-unti ko siya pero kasi parang masyado siyang madrama, masyado siyang malalim, masyadong complicated yung story na gustong ikwento na hindi ko kaagad siya na-appreciate I would say na medyo talagang nahirapan akong intindihin i-grasp kung ano yung message na gusto i-convey ng writer Pero 
once na tapos mo siya, once na nanonood ka na talaga and you're so hooked, diba? Yung parang, okay, ang ganda ng kwentong to. So, this also stars um, Lee Kwang So and Dio or Kyung So ng EXO. Tama ba? EXO? Okay, sa inyo na yung mga kids. Hindi ko, hindi ko alam kung tamang pagpikas ko, but sorry. I think it's EXO. So, anyway, dito ko talaga siya napanood din before uh, ano pa ba yung mga drama niya. Recently, meron siyang um, Prince, 100-day Prince something and but dito ko siya talaga nagustuhan dito ko nagustuhan yung acting niya ang galing niya dito so if you are a fan of EXO you should watch this it's okay, that's love because ang galing ng performance dito ng Tio Tio Do anyway and so basically this is a story about um, si Jo In Song kasi dito uh, so, yeah, Jo In Song, tama is an author pero meron siyang parang um, mental illness. Spoiler na naman ako. Sorry. <laughs> so, may, may mental illness siya. And dito naman, si Gong Yujin is um, parang on a first year of fellowship, parang ano siya, psychiatrist. Parang ganun. So, yung buong story, it tackles about people with mental illnesses. Lee Kwang So meron din dito. Uh, si, mismong si Gong Yujin may, meron din siyang Kin, um, uh, ano to? May meron din siyang mental illness na linalabanan. So, it's a very dramatic... Uh, ang, karak, ang genre kasi niya pumapasok sa kanya is that it's a medical melodrama romance. Um, but I would say it's more of melodrama talaga. Oh, well, may romance din, pero, pero medyo pang-adult siya na ano, romance. So, I would say na kung kayo ay nasa below 18, I would not suggest that you watch this yet. Um, although this would be really good one to watch if you are already over 18 or once you're over 18. Um, siguro nga medyo conservative lang talaga ang inyong tita na hindi ko siya agad niya suggest sa inyo na panoorin niyo because there there's some language there are some scenes dito na medyo pang adult <laughs> if I may say na medyo pang adult and so kaya hindi ko ga agad siya may recommend sa inyo kung kung kayo ay medyo young pa or bata pa but again, this is a really good one. Once you have um, watched a couple of episodes, more than like five episodes, talagang marirealize mo na ang ganda pala talaga ng kwentong to kasi it, it's totally different. Hindi siya yung basic na rom- romance, hindi siya yung basic na drama lang na may mga conflict-conflict. It tackles a lot more. And it's also going to discuss about love um, in times of um, challenges na mga pagdating sa mga pagmamahal na mga taong may sakit. And I'm not talking about just physical illnesses. This is going to be talk, talking about people with mental illnesses and how you deal with people that you love na nagsasuffer nito. So, for me, that's one thing na talagang Adv- nakapa remain siya sa utak ko na pag 
tinanong mo ako kung ano yung mga favorite ko na Gong Yujin, this is going to be one of those. Kasi talagang memorable siya. And sa OST naman, may mga gandang songs. Kakaiba yung mga songs din dito eh, actually. Um, hindi siya yung usual na mga um, romance na songs. I am, hindi ko alam kung Korean din yung mga singer or song composer ng mga songs na kasama ng OST niya. But if you check it out on Spotify, mapakinggan niyo yung mga iba't ibang type of songs. Meron mga very light, may mga instrumental lang, pero it's really a huge part as well of the series. Parang ganun. As for the chemistry, I think ito yung parang advantage talaga ni, ni Gong Yujin. Kasi parang si Gong Yujin, kahit sinong i-partner mo sa kanya, magkakaroon siya ng chemistry. I've watched several of her dramas in the past. Like, um, isa sa mga favorite ko din ng Greatest Love. And ang dami niyang mga kapartner na iba't iba. Never siya nagkaroon ng, well, yeah. Parang hindi pa ata siya nagkaroon ng partner na for the same drama. And every time napapanood ko siya, para lagi siyang may chemistry sa mga partners niya. And I'm not sure if that's good or bad. Pero, for me, it definitely works. Kasi, although hindi ko siya yung, parang hindi ko siya naalala with a certain um, partner na talagang, kumbaga, naging super patok sila, na talagang nagkaroon na sila ng mga um, rumors na dating, na parang ganun. Parang nangyari ka na Park So Joon and uh, Park Min Young, na nag-spark ng Um, dating rumors kasi galun katindi yung chemistry nila. Si Gong Yujin, hindi siya nagkaroon ng ganito or hindi siya nagkaroon ng ganong katinding um, dating rumors kasi hindi naman siya nagkaroon ng ganon katinding um, chemistry. But it definitely works for her. Like, every time na meron siyang bagong partner like uh, Jealousy Incarnate, swak din siya doon. Parang, ano meron? Parang lahat pag dinikit mo sa kanya, parang nag-work. Now, I haven't watched When the Camellia Blooms. Tama ba? Hindi ko pa napapanood siya. So, I'm not sure kung si Kang Hanol. Tama ba? Tama. Ata. <laughs> Sorry. Hindi ko talaga alam ang pag-pronounce. But anyway, kung hindi ko alam kung mag-work din ang chemistry sa kanila because I know there's like a huge age difference between the two. And I think mismo yung story, ganun din yung i-co-convey niya na parang baguets si kuya mo and then si ate is already um, a matured woman na may anak na single mom ata siya dun sa Camellia Boom. So, I don't know. Let's just see kung mag-work pa rin ang magic niya. Alright, so that's number eight. It's okay, that's... Um, it's okay, it's love. So, coming in at number seven... Another Gong Yujin na talaga namang, wow, favorite ko din. I'm talking about Master Sun. Now, Master Sun was in 2013. So, this is the oldest um, K-drama. Sa, napasok siya sa top 10 ko. Napakatanda na nito. I don't know kung available na siya, pa siya online. But, Again, it was in 2013 and this is written by my favorite as well, Hong Sisters. And um, I'm not sure kung nadala na nang siya sa Philippines but I know na nung mga panahon na to, hindi pa ganun katindi yung internet 
or online yun ng mga Kiss Asia, yung mga VU or Viki, ano pa ba yung mga pinapanooran natin. Um, so, para makapanood ako nito, kailangan ko pa mag-download or <laughs> yung mga sa YouTube ata ako nanonood nun eh. But this is actually a really good, um, one of the best ng Hong Sisters then for me. Um, I've been following Hong Sisters ever since sinulat nila yung yung The Greatest Love ni Gong Yujin again, which is, I think, favorite din ng Hong Sisters. So if you don't know them, um, you might want to check them out. Google nyo na lang. So basically, these are two sisters, uh, Hong Sisters nga eh. So they've written a lot. And um, I think sinulat din nila yung Ay, my girl, uh, you're beautiful, ni Park Shinye. And my girl is a nine-tailed fox. Ano pa ba? Um, Wayugi Hotel de Luna, which is very recent. Ang dami, ang dami ninang sinulat. They are actually one of the best of Korea. And this is one of the best na, pin- na ginawa nila. I would actually say nagpasok din dito sana. Kung mahaba-haba yung list ng ginawa ko, pasok definitely yung The Greatest Love ng Hong Sisters din and Gong Yujin. Um, that's... Kaya lang, medyo matagal na kasi yung drama na yun. 2011 pa siya. So, hindi ko na pinasok dito kasi <laughs> hindi na kayo makarelate. Hindi nyo na-gets kung sino mga artista. Ang babata pa nila dito 2011 eh. But it's also good drama. So anyway, going back to number seven, which is Master Sun. This is um a horror, ano ba siya? Um, romance, rom-com, na may fantasy, na may horror, na may mystery. Ang kinaganda kasi talaga nitong, um, ewan ko kung meron ng gumawa nito, but this is a really good mix of horror and romance and comedy. So, yung balancing yun, na meron pa rin gulat, meron pa rin takot, pero may comedy, tapos may kilig, yun yung for me talagang nagpaganda sa kanya. Kasi even now, naaalala ko pa siya, 2013 to ha, but pinasok ko pa rin siya because if you ask me, randomly, for example, binigla mo akong tanong ng ano yung mga favorite, favorite? <laughs> favorite mo na K-dramas, isa to sa mga tumatak sa akin na talagang may inisip ko kagad na masasabi ko sa'yo, ah, Master Sun. And I don't know kung siya yung pinakauna, but yung, yun nga, yung kakaibang kwento na may halong horror, for me, kakaiba siya at that time. Kaya talagang nanibago ako. And I think yun din yung reason kung bakit naging popular din siya sa Korea. Kasi for, I think a while, nasa palagi siyang mataas yung ratings niya and nasa top list din siya ng mga highest rated k-dramas. And ano ba? For me, isa I would say number two siya sa favorite ko ng Gong Yujin. Number one is it's definitely ano um, ano to? The Greatest Love. Kasi doon ako nagsimula, doon ako nagsimulang mahalin si Gong Yujin no pinanood ko yon Parang lahat na ng drama niya na pinapanood ko na kasi talagang galing niya eh. So anyway, na, naging bias na naman ako. So, ayun. Dahil nga sa kakaiba niyang kwento na may halong um, katatakutan, that's why naging 
talagang kakaiba din siya. It's a different taste of romance um, and comedy. And OST-wise, I would say maganda din yung OST niya. Kasi yung mga top stars din eh, si Yon Mirey, Yolin was there, which is Francis Stark, kung hindi nyo kilala, Gami, uh, sino pa ba? Maraming mga artist ata dito na sumama eh. But yun, yun yung mga popular na OST singers na talagang pag, sinama, pag sila kumanta, for me, for me ah, pag sila kumanta sa mga k-drama, parang, ah, okay, this is going to be a huge one. This is going to be a popular one. Lalo na si Gami. Oh, I love her. I love Gami. And I think she sang most of the songs na pasok sa mga top 10. Yung mga highest rated k-dramas. Just check that out. Now, I know recently we had Hotel de Luna, which I would also be discussing in another episode. Um, but somehow, nung pinapanood ko yung Hotel de Luna, it definitely reminded me of Master Sun. And yun, ayoko nang mag-usapan eh, dito, but yun nga, magkakaroon ako ng separate episode for Hotel de Luna. So, just tune in and tune in. Ano ba talaga? <laughs> Basta, maghintay na lang kayo kasi ilalabas ko din yung episode na yun. Pag-uusapan natin ang Hotel de Luna separately. So that's Master Sun. Um, I have really nothing else to say about it. Just check it out. Kung, I would say it's also light. Um, compared sa It's Okay, It's Love, this one is very light. As in, hindi siya ganun kahirap panoorin, hindi siya ganun kahirap pintindihin. Um, it doesn't have a really deep message. Um, it's just that it's so new, it's so different, it's a good mix. Kasi from before kasi yung mga usual is that kung nakakatakot, nakakatakot. Kung rom-com, rom-com. So ito, pinaghalo nilang dalawa. I think this is the first of the Hong sisters as well na nagkaroon sila ng horror eh. Kasi usually ang ginagawa nila is roman- rom-com talaga eh. Um, they were really rom, huge rom-com writers. So, this one is one of yung iba nilang ginawa. Binago naman nila. So, I think, nung panahon din ng 2013, marami din yung mga horror-horror eh. Yung mga zombie, may mga pampira, and, yeah. Um, this one is definitely easier to watch than It's Okay, that It's Love. Okay? And... Coming in at number 6 to end the first half of this series. Um, this is a 2016 medical drama. And for me, hindi talaga ako mahilig sa mga medical drama because madali akong mata. Matatakotin talaga ako eh. Matatakotin ako sa dugo. Matatakotin ako sa mga operation. just ko Lord. Hinahabol ako ng ano para may injectionan lang ako kasi nakikipaghabulan ako dati. But anyway, um, I guess nung naging lumabas siya ng 2016 and it was actually a huge hit sa Korea and even international K-drama fans. Um, I got curious. So, siguro natapos na siya bago ko siya pinanood. Ah, yeah, definitely. Tapos na siya. Nung, hindi na siya airing at the time. Pinanood ko siya. So, full 16 episode. Okay na siya. 
saka ko siya pinanood kasi marami nagkukwento, marami usap-usapan na this is a really huge one. And alam niya naman ako, chismosa ng bayan. So, pag may usap-usapan, nakukurious ako. So, tingnitig pinapanood ko. So, yun yung isa sa mga ways para makapanood ako ng k-drama is make me curious about it. Sabihin nyo maganda, sabihin nyo kakaiba. <laughs> anyway, so, I am talking about Dr. Romantic. So, Dr. Romantic is, um, again, 2016. Tama ba? Yeah, 2016 na K-drama. And it's actually set for a season 2. This 2020. And again, kabado na naman po ako dahil, again, sabi ko nga, I'm not a huge fan of sequels kasi often than not, parang most of the time, um, they don't really live up to the n- name of the first one. Parang hindi nila nabibigyan ng ustisya ang first one. Na parang mas lalo siyang naging pangit. So, I don't know. Um, there are several other K-dramas na may mga season 2 na maganda. Like, uh, Mystery Queen na maganda yung season 2. Um which actually dapat pinasok ko din siya but uh, you know um i only have top 10 so i only choose parang a good mix ng mga iba't ibang genre and i feel na may mga message light panoorin nakakilig whatever <laughs> so hindi siya naipasok ko pero you should also check that out because that's one of the shows or key dramas na meron talagang um nagbigay ng hustisya yung season 2 and people are actually I am waiting not just people me, me too ako din, naghihintay ng season 3 because it's a really good one yeah, it, it's anyway, bakit ko pinag-usapan yun hindi yun, hindi yun eh Dr. Mandic, Dr. Mandic ang pag-usapan natin so this is starring Han Sokyu which I believe is a huge star sa Korea in the past in the 90s or 80s pa and um, he was w- once a popular movie star I think I'm not sure nabasa ko lang anyway and this also stars um, Yo Yun Sok and oh my gosh my girl Su Hyun Jin Su Hyun Jin is actually one of those na rising uh, K-drama stars na talagang gusto ko din I've watch her sa um, another Miss O and and her recent one was Beautiful Inside or The Beauty Beautiful Inside The Beauty Inside which is um, a series adaptation of the movie and sino ba? si Liming Kiang kasama yeah si Liming Kiang kasama niya dito and it's actually a really good one she was good at that one so um when it comes to rom medical drama, hindi nga ako ka fan, but I've watched several ones like um, Park Shinye, yung um, Doctors pa yun. And ang dami, may mga drama na tungkol sa mga neurologists, may mga emergency couples. Um, kung hindi nyo napapanood pa yun, panoorin nyo din. Maganda din yung emergency couple. Although it's a very old one, relatively old. It stars uh, Running Man Song ji And yeah, you should actually check that out as well because it's really um, medical rom-com 
yeah, parang ganun. But it's a 2014 drama na, so I'm not sure kung okay pa sa inyo yung manood ng mga ganun katanda na. Because I, I know some of you would not even go as far back as 2-3 years ago. But there actually are a lot of k-dramas in the past na mga ganda din. So I would highly suggest that you also check those out. Anyway, going back sa Dr. Romantic. So, um, when it it actually was a huge hit in um in terms of ratings. And ang kinaganda kasi nito, although it's a medical drama, hindi na nalilift off yung romance. And hindi naman siya katulad ng iba na romance na, na parang side na lang yung drama yung medical this is a good balance between the two kasi meron ka talagang mga um, medical scenes na talagang iniisip mo rin ang ganda yung kwento eh ang ganda ng pagkakwento niya everyday, every episode may bago silang isasolve na mystery na paano i-operahan or bagong um, case, medical case na ganun And at the same time, meron siya nung paunti-unti ng love story nung dalawa ni Yoyun Sok and So Eugene. So, ang ganda. Episode 1 pa lang, super kilig na talaga. As in, kakaiba nga siya eh, kasi parang episode 1, bonggang kilig. As in, talagang wow, kilig na kilig ka. And then, kasi parang sa kwen... Spoiler na naman ako eh. Anyway, sa episode 2 kasi parang nagkahiwalay sila, tapos parang yung kilig na drag out na siya but then, it's a steady going up na ano na love story love scene hindi <laughs> love scene, hindi love scene uh, love story, parang parang ganun so ang nangyari episode 1 taas kagad, tapos biglang baba and then drag na pataas naman hanggang sa dulo But for me, it's really good. It's one of those medical dramas na hindi lang siya medical. Hindi lang siya puro operation. Hindi lang siya pu- puro mga medical terms and medical talk. And yun, ang ganda lang talaga niya na isa siya sa mga, one of the best pagdating sa medical uh, k-dramas. Kasi, yun yan, it's a good balance between medical scenes um medical part of the drama and then yung sa romance ng mga characters. Um, although, I would say that in terms of OST, medyo mahina tayo. Siguro one to two songs are good. Dito, parang, yun lang. Parang, ilan ba yung mga songs na kasama dito? Pero, may mga songs siya, pero hindi siya yung parang maalala mo na parang, ah, okay, dun siya sa pagpinakinggan mo. Kasi for me, ganun dapat yung epekto ng mga OST. Pagpinakinggan mo siya, kahit tapos na yung panoorin yung drama, it should remind you of the scenes, of the feeling nung pinapanood mo yung k-drama. And fortunately, maraming mga ganun na k-drama na may mga gandang OST. However, for this one, for Dr. Romantic, although marami siya na nilabas ng mga part ng soundtrack, I would say na parang mga 2-3 songs lang ang talagang narelate ako. And it's probably because hindi naman ganun sila kadalas na ginamit dito. However, if you listen to the second part of this series, which I would 
be posting this Thursday. There are K-dramas na walang OST, walang songs, wala talaga. But then, naaalala ko kasi ganun kaganda yung kwento. Okay? And I just think na for me, ang really good K-drama would also have that balance though. Hindi naman siya yung napakagandang kwento, walang OST. I would say na I, I'm looking for something na may good balance. Na may good balance ng magandang OST and magandang kwento. So, parang parang yun, di ba? Yung parang sa sobrang ganda ng kwento, hahanapin mo yung OST para ililive ng yung feeling, yung kilig, yung yung mga moments na pinapanood mo. And at the same time, meron din mga uh, parang papakinggan mo yung OST niya. And pag napakinggan mo yung song na yun, maalala mo yung drama. Ma- ma- maalala mo yung k-drama. Gets nyo? <laughs> parang ganun. Yun yung inahanap ko actually. So, this one for Dr. Romantic, um, it's a, oh, hindi ko masasabing light. Hindi din siya ganun ka-complicated. Although, it's also, again, a struggle between um, good and bad, righteous and not so righteous. <laughs> anyway, um, so yun, um, kakaiba yung character dito ng, ng lead na si Kim, Master Kim, Kim Sabum. But yeah, it's, it's a really good one. So, better check that out as well, okay? Now, that's it. That's the second half or the first half. Ano the first half of this series. So again, number 10, it's what's wrong with what's wrong. What's wrong with Secretary Kim? Number 9, welcome to my Kiki. Number 8, it's okay, it's love. Number 7, Master Sun and number 6, Doctor Romantic. So Thursday, I would be discussing the other half from 5 to my number 1 K-drama of as of 2019. When I say as of 2019, kasi hindi ko pa lahat. There are other K-dramas na gusto kong na-miss out ko during the time na pinapalabas sila. So I'm going back to them. Um, a lot of you are saying I should be checking all reply series. So nakapila na yan sa akin ang dami ko pang papanoorin but um, yeah so every year I would be doing this by the end of the year pala and that's it um, for now tune in next time for the second half of my top 10 top 10 <laughs> top 10 Korean dramas of as of 2019 night kids love you Bruno Mars Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.